What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, and you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. And full transparency, as always, I really do need to put that on a t-shirt, to be honest with y'all, and I'm going to work on that probably after I hit record, I mean hit pop, hit stop, stop, after I hit stop on this, okay? So... Um, if you hear the lone mower of somebody cutting grass in the background, it's because somebody's cutting grass in the background. I'm not outside like I was in the last episode. I'm still inside, but I am sitting near the window. So, yeah, if you hear it. If you not, ignore the part where I said somebody was cutting grass. So, with that being said, full transparency, I only have two topics. Um, two topics because I felt like this week went by faster than I (laughs) was ready for. That's number one. Two, I think I mentally was telling myself what topics I wanted to discuss, but I only jotted down one. So the one topic that I jotted down in my notes was this topic here, this war for feminism. And I don't think I'm going to spend too much time on it, but you know me. I say that and I spend half an hour or more on it. So it really depends. But the intent is not to spend too much time on it because it's just absolute ridiculous and it's more liberal nonsense. And I don't see it being taken too seriously, but I have seen it online and it was enough for me to want to discuss it. Now, I am breaking my rule that I've stated in past episodes when I said talking about Twitter topics or talking about things you saw on Twitter that was not necessarily discussed in the news or elsewhere is a bad, bad, bad decision when making a podcast episode because Twitter topics do not make for great conversation pieces or great dialogue in general offline. Hell, they're not even great dialogue or conversation pieces online, but they sound ultra extra ridiculous when you actually say these things out loud because that's the thing with, with, with people on Twitter is they say these things and they don't necessarily actually say the things that they're saying out loud because I'm not saying everybody would, but I'm pretty sure there will be a, a good portion of people if they were to actually read the shit that they tweeted online out loud, read the shit out loud even before hitting tweet on the tweet or actually reading it out loud after they hit tweet on the tweet. They would second guess themselves. I'm not saying that's everybody, once again, but I think a lot of people will do that. And then you have those who are front and act like, whatever, whatever, I do what I want, and they won't do it. But deep down inside, you can tell, you can probably see by their facial expression if you're watching them read their tweet out loud, they'll, they, their, their face, face would be like, oh shit, this sounds stupid as hell. I, I sound stupid as hell. I, I sound ridiculous right now. But then they'll put on this, oh, no, you, I still stand by it. I'm keeping the tweet up. So I had to go on that tangent, by the way. But as I was saying, this whole war for feminism thing, this came about when the discussions of Biden pulling the troops out of Afghanistan. Afghanistan, this war with Afghanistan America has had is over, what, 20-something years old now? Probably 20, 21 years old at this point. Um, not 2021, but 21 years old is what I'm saying. 
um, not 2021 years old. God dog. But, you know, you have some people who are saying we shouldn't have pulled out. And these people are libtards, to be honest with you. But they're saying they went from when 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 Trump was in office, we need to get out this war, blah, 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 blah. blah. They totally ignored the war um, that was going on the eight years under Obama, but the four years under Trump. That was one of the hot button topics that people kept pressing Donald Trump about. But now, all of a sudden, as I've mentioned on this podcast plenty of times before, when it seems as though, and I mentioned this last week, it seems as though all it takes is a tide of the president and these MFers are exposed. They don't really care about the issues they claim to care about. They don't really care about the arguments or believe in the arguments that they are arguing online, offline, wherever. It just really depends on who is in the White House. So Joe Biden, as and by the way, for those who, who are going to say something or may have said, you never you, you, you never give props to Joe Biden when he does something well. I think the pulling of the troops and I think now for some reason, I do think he's put some people, peace warp makers or whatever the fuck they call them back in. But just the act of taking the troops out of Afghanistan in the first part, um, I was 100% for that. And I don't care who did it. Joe Biden did it. So I'm giving him his props for doing it. If 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 that's still the case, or at least giving him his, his props for doing it initially. Now, now that I got that out the way and y'all heard me give Joe Biden his props for doing something. Is me to comment on y'all. Y'all being the libtards who made the comment that this is a war for feminism. And what people are saying when they make this comment is that America needs to be in Afghanistan fighting against Al-Qaeda. And I got to take a pause for the cause. So uh, stay tuned. Got a call real quick. recording again i think it stopped it's fucking recording so as i was saying before 9-11 was my i guess somewhat wakening moment as to you know why would someone want to hurt america attack america because again as a kid especially in america you're told america's this great place and we we never do nothing wrongs and and we's always the good guys and all this stuff. And Captain America is proof of that, right? So I was like, huh, there's got to be a reason as to why they would do that. You know what I'm saying? It, it can't just because they're Muslim. And that's not a good one. I don't eat. And again, I was a kid and I'm like, I don't even think that's the case because. And I think I've told this story before. I grew up. And my friends were, in my neighborhood friends, some of the best friends I had in this neighborhood, um, it was a Muslim family. Um, it was uh, a, a boy and his two sisters. And we got along. I, I got along with one of the sisters because we went to class together. But I got along with the entire family and also their cousins. Um, 
I didn't even know they were related up until, you know, I I saw uh, my man Hussein. Shout out to Hussein if you're out there listening. Um, when I saw him hanging around them and I'm like, hold, hold up. You know, Sean and them, you know, I didn't know. And they're like, yeah, we're related. And of course, I'm a kid. I, I wasn't putting two to two together like, oh, this Muslim person must know this Muslim person. No, it was, I was cool with Hussein, so I was cool with all these other people as well. And then when I saw them have like a family gathering out in their backyard um, one day, I was like, oh snap, y'all are here too? So, but my thing is, this was even prior to 9-11 happening, I was cool with them. And then during that time, um, you know, we, we... They got their comments and things that they're this, that, and they're not from me, but from just people we knew. Uh, but my family raised us, me and my brothers, to be better than that, to not be, not to end a friendship because of stereotypes and this, that, and the third. Um, so again, I was a kid with that understanding, at least that it's not all Muslim people's fault, and it's not these people's fault who's been very, very nice to. The little awkward, nappy-headed, insecure Ernest that he was in the fifth, fourth, or fifth grade. You know what I'm saying? These kids were really nice to me. You know, um, so of course I was going to be really nice to them. So, with that being said, back then I even I was hearing little talks about that. And by the way, the girls that I was, the girls of the family that I was friends with, they didn't wear the traditional. Uh, Muslim garb and stuff. The older women did, but not the girls my age, not the girls who are a little bit older than I was. Um, we were all millennials, by the way, you know? Um, so none of the millennium women wore the traditional garb and stuff. They all celebrated this, then, the third and stuff, their traditional holidays, but the millennial women didn't dress the way that they did. But they, I remember... The girl, her name was Shauna. This was the girl that I went to, to school with. I remember her making comments like, yeah, you know, she thought about it, but then like for sure, for sure, now they're like, absolutely not. We're not going to wear it because we don't want to be stereotyped. We don't want to be treated as such and this, that, and the third. Um, and people would make comments to her about how oppressive um, they didn't use words like that, but they were pretty much talking about how oppressive Muslim uh, men were to women. And she would herself say, it's actually, you, you don't really know about our culture. It's actually um, not as oppressive as you think. Sure, there are oppressive aspects to it. And I'm paraphrasing her words, but I'm just going based off of memory of what I, what message I, I I remember her saying and she was basically saying that that it wasn't as oppressive as Americans make it seem out to be and instead of trying to assume the men are this way the women are are treated this way they should go and actually ask a Muslim woman or a Muslim girl or a Muslim female a Muslim male and and or you know see how they you know act and react because again I've been inside these people's homes they've been inside my home it was you know this whole oppressive shit that they talk about nothing it, it was it was it was like where is this coming from because 
I've known these Muslim people. And, and the crazy thing is the Hussein uh, kid, or dude, he's a grown man now, obviously. I've known dude since probably maybe like second, first to second grade. This was probably two years before I knew about Shaunam and, and Michael and the rest of the family, right? I, before I knew about them, I, Hussein and I were friends prior to that. And again, I saw nothing of that nature. Hussein had a brother. He didn't have a sister. He had another brother. I forget his brother's name. But he had a brother, and I knew them before I knew Shaunam and Michael. Um, so... Had to take a sip real quick. There was only little inklings of why we went to war with, uh, or little comments being made about, well, we gotta fight, and they weren't comments made by comment, uh, uh, you know, political commentators or even adults. It was just kids trying to rationalize as why it was okay for America to go out there and kill Afghanis. It was well. Because they're mean to their women and they make their women dress in these things and they don't let their women dress up the way that girls are supposed to dress up according to American standards and therefore we got to go to war to kill all the men so all the women can be free and they can dress however they want to dress right that was kid thinking fast forward to 2021 you have adults who probably made that argument when they were kids, but you have adults on Twitter making that very argument. Kid you not. Go look up the hashtag or the, the trending topic. I don't think it was a hashtag. I think I've seen one person use the hashtag, but for most of it, it was just people mentioning it within your tweets. But just type in war for feminism. It's the title of this, this episode as, as well war for feminism so you can type it up on twitter and just look at the amount of ridiculous tweets um you might even see this this podcast being tweeted up there that's not one of the ridiculous tweets i'm gonna need you to retweet it so your followers can see it hopefully they retweet it and check it out boom thanks for the promo but outside of that tweet that isn't one of the ridiculous tweets just look up the war for feminism and you'll see a bunch of people make arguments or try to justify why Joe Biden should have never taken the troops out of Afghanistan in the first place because, but who's gonna save the women and who's gonna allow them to dress away and Al Qaeda's gonna win? Now again, just because I said that I was for Joe Biden taking out the troops does not mean that I am praising Al-Qaeda, that I'm for what they did or what they were doing to women um, back then or whatever the case is. I'm not for that aspect. But guess what? I've said this plenty of times before. There's a big reason as to why I don't necessarily speak on um, world affairs all too much on this podcast. I feel as an American that one, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I don't have the patience to, to look up everything that's happening in the world, all over the world and speak on it, unless I feel as though it's important and relative to me. Okay. Such as a global pandemic, obviously. But another reason is I, as an American, uh, 
I'm focused on my home. I'm and it sounds selfish or whatever. I don't think it's selfish because it had it. it I've, I've said plenty of times. I would rather people from these places come on this podcast and talk about these places. I would rather people from whatever experience, walk of life, wherever, come on this podcast and speak about their perception. If I was still in connection with Hussein, Shanam, Michael, any of those other beautiful souls, I would have them come on this podcast or at least ask them to come on this podcast and share their thoughts. But the thing is, I... People have come on and shared their experiences and whatever the, the case is. But when it comes to worldly issues, um, people from other nations that I've had on this podcast only wanted to talk about what they were doing. They didn't necessarily didn't want. They didn't necessarily want to talk about what was going on and what I've had people in coast from Costa Rica, Canada. Um, I was going to have a guest from Japan on, but he kept flaking out. Um. So I've had people from like all over the, uh, you know, the place, um, uh, all over the world come on this podcast and maybe you know this if you're someone who it was a guest on this podcast, you know this, but how I go about screening, I guess the, 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 uh, guests or at least going about prepping, not screening, but actually prepping the, the, the guests before they we record is I tell them, Hey, send me something, whatever you want to promote you, whatever you want to talk about here, we can send me whatever that thing is. Send me links so I can post them in the description box below and feel free to discuss after you discuss about, you know, the thing that you came here to promote or the thing you came here to talk about after you talk about that, Feel free to chime in on a totally separate issue that is unrelated or somewhat related to whatever you discussed on this podcast. None of my none of my guests have taken that opportunity. Maybe if you're a listener again, I haven't listener. I thank you. That's number one. But two, you always notice that my last question is any last words, anything you else you would want to talk about discuss and I that is when I allow the the guests to say yeah I want to say these things and I also want to talk about this and we can go on about whatever that this is for however long they feel as long as it's a reasonable reasonable time of course but I just haven't had a guest who've taken that opportunity the point of the matter is, and me mentioning that is, I would rather have someone who knows what the hell is going on about those situations talk about it. Now, would I have another American talk about it if they're well-versed or at least more versed about it than I am? Yeah, but only to educate, not necessarily to speak on behalf of individuals who are actually citizens, who are actually you know, on the grounds of what's going on. It's a big difference uh, between somebody speaking on something to educate in this in a sense of saying, here's the research that I've done. Here's the information. Boom. And somebody saying, okay, here's the research that I've done. Here's my experience. Boom. Big difference between the two. Big difference. 
So this is, yes, a foreign, I guess, issue, somewhat domestic and foreign issue because it deals with American troops um, that I am speaking about. Um, but my thoughts, my overall thoughts is I don't have to agree with what an, what another nation does. I don't agree with a lot of what um, other countries do. I don't. But that's their rules. That's their country. And if, if I sound like, you know, a dick by saying I can't do anything about it other than speak on it, which... Again, I don't want to speak on it because I want somebody who's actually going through it to speak on it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my thing. I'm not saying I, I'm going to ignore shit and stay silent when I see something is wrong. But I also don't want to... I, I'm not... I, I, I just don't feel comfortable speaking about you know, other countries BS or, you know, shit that is going on in other countries that I feel as though at the end of the day, as me, as some political commentator, some podcaster, some, some, I guess, (laughs) journalist, some, you know, blogger, some content creator, all I can do is speak on these things, all right? Things that I have not experienced per se. Because I'm not a citizen in this country. So. I'm not for Al-Qaeda. But I'm for America claiming to be, you know, the nation's uh, heroes. Because absolutely not. And that's the fault of Marvel and the Avengers. But nah. The... <laughs> That was a half joke, by the way. But in all seriousness, I'm not. Yeah, Joe Biden, I give you props for taking him out. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say things like we need to put him back in because we need to fight off Al Qaeda so the women could be free. Do I want the women to be free if they are actually being abused and oppressed and all that stuff? Yeah. Is that my motherfucking problem, though? No. Does that sound harsh to you? Okay. Is that America's problem? They out here getting all these refugees to come in and still there's poor folks in America. America still has yet to settle the debt that it owes black Americans. Yet, we want to go around helping other people no excuse as to why we cannot help black folks. People can feel however they want to feel about that stance. But it's the truth. And a lot of people hide behind that stance, hide their racism behind that stance. And try to make it seem as though they're just being a humanitarian. A true humanitarian would look at the atrocities that's happening to the the poor and working class Americans and the black Americans and the the Native Americans, uh, the indigenous people, and say, hey, 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 I understand these people from this other country need a home because this country fucked up their place to stay, fucked up their home. 
but you also have many, 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 many homeless and soon to be homeless Americans who need homes, who need assistance, who need the aid that you are giving them. That 500, what's it, 500 trillion or 500 billion? 500 million, I believe. I could be getting the numbers wrong. That 500 million to Afghanistan that we've been giving them for years. You mean to tell me reparations can't happen with that money? You mean to tell me healthcare, Medicare for all cannot happen with that money? Excuses, excuses, excuses. And no, as I said before, this is not a this is not a war for feminism. As I stated, it's just white people re rewriting history or trying to do so once again. White feminists, white liberals doing what they always do. Y'all need to pay attention to them. I've told y'all about them last week. I've told y'all about them prior before. Y'all need to pay attention to them and how they act. Because, and I do like how more people are being aware about how how white feminists in general get down. But honestly, it's it's one of those situations where it's not enough. And I'm glad this did not make as much traction as it it probably wanted to, or the individuals who made this stupid ass argument wanted to. But it was still enough for me to want to discuss it here and make my point. So, this is not a war for feminism, once again. This is America just doing what they do. You say no to them, we go to war. If it wasn't a war for feminism. It wasn't, oh my God, I'm, I just found out that this country is doing horrible things to its women. We got to go over there and teach those guys a lesson. It was never that. That is second grade, third grade, fourth grade thinking. And if you're an adult and you still think that way, I am not surprised. I am not surprised at all. But that's my thoughts on that topic here. We'll get into the last topic, so stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. 
go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents. It's spelled numerically, dollar sign, zero, dot, zero, two, podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. All right, so we're on the last topic here. And as I stated at the beginning of this episode, I didn't have much else to talk about. So I'm following my rules. You know, the first topic, (laughs) the first part was me breaking my rule of never talk about shit you've seen on Twitter on a podcast. Now, this is me following my podcasting rule, one of my podcasting rules. If you ne- if you don't have anything to talk about, or you can't come up with something to talk about, talk about yourself. So, this is me talking about myself. And I know I do that in a sense in every episode. If you're someone who is very intuitive, if you're very intuitive, um, and you, you know things you know and then you would catch on me talking about myself but this is one of those um not really covert messages to myself or covert lines here and there about something i'm going through about myself this is flat out over about me so i'm turning 30 years old on the 30th you might be listening to this before the 30th i believe um Monday is the 20, 23rd or the 24th, either or, that's when this episode is going up, so before my birthday, and I know I probably may have said things like, I don't, because I took that long hiatus, I do think that I will eventually record the week of my birthday, um, just because I took, I did take that long hiatus, but if I have nothing much to say, then I'm probably just going to talk about that day and whatever. Um, but turning 30 on the 30th and all I've been getting asked is how, how it is, uh, how do you feel? How do you feel? How, how does it feel to be turning 30? All I've been seeing is people talk about <laughs> or seeing messages about turning 30 and this, that, and the third and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to just talk about how do I feel about turning 30 years old. Um, I still, and this is part of the things that make me feel like I'm not a human being at times, because I think it's easy for most humans to not only process their emotions, but it's easier to get, it's, they get it seems it's like they get their emotions quicker than I do. I've always been a late bloomer, um, and it, there's no difference with between this situation. I am a part of me as part of third turning thirty. A part of me is like, okay, wow, you are because there's some things I've manifested uh, for myself that I said I wanted for myself prior to turning thirty. 
And that is what makes me happy. Like, wow, I'm going to be 30 and I'm going to have the things. These are a few things. I won't say a lot of things. There are a few things, to be honest with you. Uh, but I still, a few is better than none. So I'm looking at these situations and I'm like, wow, you actually got this before turning 30. You, as you said, you wanted it before turning 30. So that is the part that amazes me about it and seeing how, well, if I can do that before turning 30, how about 30, 31, 35, 40, you know, 50, 60, however long the universe wants me to stay on this earth. You know what I'm saying? The spirits want me here. If I can manifest that, I can work on other things, you know? So there's that part about it, where which is cool. I guess, but that, I guess that goes more so to, to the power of manifestation rather than the age aspect, because I feel like it probably would have happened if I said I wanted those things by 29 or 25, right? Um, although I kind of was saying some of the things that I did manifest, um, by 30, I was saying those things by when I was like 25, 21, even 18. They obviously did not happen for me um, as they did now. So that's a cool aspect. And then there's the great aspect of getting older. I mean, a lot of people fear getting older. They don't like getting older for some reason. I embrace it. I was always somebody who wanted to get older. I never wanted to be young. I mean, I don't want to look old and I don't look old. Um, I still think people don't know how to guess my age. They know I'm an adult, but they still, till this day, don't know how to guess my age. And especially now that mask is still a thing, or at least for me, it's still a thing. People still have a hard time. They're like, okay, we know he's an adult, but how old is this adult? He's not really old looking, but he's not super young either and I like that it adds to the mystery of me but yes I will be turning 30 years old um as and as long as people understand that I'm an adult they don't mistake me for a kid I really don't care what age they they can say I look older uh for some reason um if I feel I don't look like a 70 year old and someone's like yeah he's 70 let him inside this club we don't need to check his ID dude's clearly 70 now I'm going to be like, damn, am I really stressing that much that I'm looking that old? But if I look at myself and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't see yeah, they, they, that person's visions messed up. I ain't going to trip about it. Just, just call me an adult age, you know? And that was my thing as I got older. I didn't necessarily care if people got my age right. Just get my, my I guess, my age range right. Adulthood. So there's that aspect. Um, and as I get older, though, the one thing I will say I fear, because I ain't going to act like I... Maybe this is a fear of getting older, but no, it's more so a fear of like my health deteriorating and my body uh, not being as, as <laughs> youthful and agile. And I know that comes with the territory of getting older. But I do remember a couple weeks ago, I was, and this could be just me just drinking a lot of water, but I was peeing a lot. 
I mean, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I was peeing multiple. I was using a bathroom, number one and two, to be honest with y'all. Multiple times a day. Now, again, I was, it could have been due to the large amount of water I was drinking. Probably I was drinking a lot more water then than I am now, although I drink water daily. Um, but maybe for some reason I was, and I don't keep counting my water consumption. I just know, do it multiple times a day. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, if I had to make a guesstimate, more than 10, less than 25. So there's that aspect. Um, and I'm talking bottles, you know what I'm saying? Bottles of glasses, you know, more than 10, but less than 25. So anywhere ballpark in that range. So maybe it, the, a couple weeks ago, for some reason, it was super hot. I will say that. I was drinking like 25 bottles of water a day. That's going to make someone pee a lot. But I kept thinking to myself, damn, you, you're getting older and now you're losing your bladder. You know, because my mind always goes to the negative. Also, I was drinking a lot of the uh, vegan protein shake that I have. That shit makes you shit a lot. If you drink it a lot, right? Especially if you pile that on with other protein substances that you had. And a couple weeks ago, I was having that. I was having eggs for breakfast. I was having other sources of protein. And anyone who knows, especially if you're in the fitness world, protein makes you shit. So, (laughs) yeah, I was shitting a lot. And I was pissing a lot. And I was thinking again mind going to that negative place i'm trying not to do that of course but man this is what getting old is i'm damn i will be 30 in a couple weeks and i can't hold my shit and piss you know sorry if it sounds vulgar to y'all i'm just being real that was these were my thoughts but that's not my thoughts now um whereas of the past few weeks because now i'm like okay I'm going to the bathroom your regular twice, three times a day instead of, you know, six times, you know, doing both. Um, So there's that aspect um, of it. But I feel as though I'm being and I've always been health conscious, but getting older just means I got to be even more health conscious, uh, making sure that um I am taking the proper, having the proper nutrition that I that I need. I can't just be eating junk, junky food as I was uh, 15 years ago. You know, um, I can't just be doing that, thinking that you know I can coach through life simply because I'm a 30 year old man or soon to be 30 year old man, and I can still do pull ups at the uh, outdoor calisthenics gym um, that I go to. Just because I can still jump, you know, over hoops and rings and stuff. Now, there's a lot of stuff that I can still do. Um, and I'm like, I'm glad I can do that. But, and again, if you hear that in the background, I think that's on the blow, uh, a, a leaf blower now. But, we're going to ride it out. So, there are things that I can still do in my, I guess, old youth. It's not really youth, but in my old age that I could have done in my youth. Now, I did notice something. I cannot run as fast as I used to. I'm mad about that. But I can still run a good enough 
distance if if need be now i'm still fast don't get me fucked up <laughs> i'm still fast as fast no if 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 there was some way we can race the soon to be 30 year old Ernest against the 20 year old Ernest or even the the uh uh let's just say when did i first realize i was a fast mother i want to say probably like 10 11 12 10 let's 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 have 10 year old Ernest race against not even 20 year old Ernest let's say let's say 18 year old so 10 year old Ernest in a race with 18 year old Ernest in a race with 30 year old Ernest right now I think I still think 18 is going to win only because 10 year old me is probably going to get all extra nervous and 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 punk out and 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 catch a cramp or something or punk out and overthink you know winning this race and stuff me right now i'm going to be like man it feels good to run but goddamn i'm being smoked by my 18 year old self 18 year old me is just gonna keep going and going and going because he feels he has something to prove even if it's to himself. So, 18-year-old Ernest is getting first place. 10-year-old me and 30-year-old me. 30-year-old me is going to look at probably 10-year-old me and be like, aw, and probably slow down a bit. And, and because <laughs> I don't run as fast. And then 10-year-old me is probably going to get confident seeing me slow down a bit, thinking I'm not slowing down on purpose. And thinking I'm just slowing down because I'm a slow motherfucker. And then he's going to get his wind. And second place. And then you have me right now. 30-year-old me, third place. Boom, right there. Um, bronze prize, right? That's third place prize. It goes, was it gold, silver, bronze? So, yeah. But I'm still getting a badge, though, is what I'm telling y'all. <laughs> I'm still getting a, a, a medal. It's what I'm telling y'all. I'm still getting a medal. Because I can still run at this age that I'm in right now. I'm bragging. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as far as how do I feel personally, I have to seriously sit down and dig deep and think. Part of me is like you are just getting started with a lot of shit. Which is something that I've been seeing. A lot of things, especially for us millennials, a lot of us don't start popping off and getting our shit together till we hit our 30s. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been, there have been a couple of people in the 30 club that I've seen online talk about how they didn't necessarily get their shit together till they were like 31, 32. Now, I feel like I'm getting started. A friend of mine, Mike, said that he had to move into his people, uh, his parents' place when he first hit 30. And from there on, when he moved back to his parents' place, because he was living on his own, I think he moved out, you know. Um, I don't remember when he said he moved out, but he moved back in when he was about like 20, 28. So he spent two years. Um, um, well, no, he didn't spend two years with, with his parents. He, it was around 28, he was getting into some trouble. 
but he didn't necessarily move back in with his parents until 30. But he's no longer with his parents now. And I think he moved out within that same year. But it was then where he was, it was 30 years old when he was like, I got to get my shit together. And me, it usually takes drastic situations, no matter the age, for me to learn because that's how I learn. At 17, when I could have gone to prison for 40 plus years, but I didn't, I was like, okay, this, I got to stop this. I got to stop with the senseless fighting. I got to stop with the stealing. I got to stop with this shit. And I've been on the straight and narrow ever since. I feel like other situations that happen to me, it's like, okay, this is a no-go right here. Because if I got lucky and got out of that situation alive, unscathed, unbothered for the most part, in no matter in those situations, um, when you think about it, that's when I learned, okay, I got to get my shit together. Um, 30 is going to be a roller coaster ride because I'm at the age now where I don't really want to fuck with anybody younger than me. Anybody who's not family, of course. Let me put it that way. And no offense to any of my <laughs> listeners who might be younger than 30. But uh, I feel like I... For some reason, unless you show some type of maturity, and I've been this way, um, but it's like, unless you show some type of maturity, I don't really want to associate with people not in my age bracket. That's, that sounds rude to some of y'all. Again, I'm just being real. I'm telling y'all how I feel. Um, because I see a lot of ways that young people think, especially people in their mid-20s, people who are still in their 20s. And I see how stupid they act and how they react. And I see um, I see a lot of myself in those individuals. So I am able to identify where I went wrong. But the thing is, they don't seem to, even at the, I guess, the tender age or tender ages as 24, 25 or whatever, 26, as someone who went through that, who thought that way, who felt the way they felt, and is telling them, hey, you might want to look out for this, you might want to look out for these actions. Even as it's something as simple as, you're making a lot of money now, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck up your bags. Don't waste your money. Simple as that. And still, they don't want to listen. And it's like, I think it's because they only see me as... They don't see, and I'm not saying they got to see me as the OG, he's the 30-year-old OG or whatever. It's more so see me as like the older sibling or the older friend that is still part of their generation somewhat, um, but, you know, is, is you know, just as whatever. I don't know, but I don't got the patience. Um I never really had a lot of patience for stupidity anyways, but as I get older, and this is how I know I'm going to be this type of old person, I'm not going to have patience for a lot of shit. Now, I don't want to be the bitter old man that's impatient and is cursing out people and, you know, short-tempered. I don't want to be Mr. Stink Miner. 
And if y'all know, y'all know. But shout out to Boondocks. But I don't want to be Mr. Stinkminer, as funny as his character is and stuff. I don't want to be a Mr. Stinkminer. Old, bitter, impatient, rude man. Alright? Funny as hell. But I don't want to be that. But I do see myself as I get older, not having as much patience as um, I guess maybe one would want me to have. And my reason for that is simple. Hey, I'm getting older, man. Like, I'm getting older. Why do I have to (laughs) sit here and act like I'm okay with things that I'm not okay with? Because I don't want to hurt feelings, you know? This is the shit that... I want the shit that I'm saying to younger folks is the shit that I either wanted people to say to me when I was their age or they may have said to me, but I wasn't listening, but I get it now. And I, if I can help them avoid those same mistakes, then I will try my best to do so by talking to them. But, and I've always had this mindset, at the end of the day, people won't do what they want to do. And if somebody doesn't want to listen to somebody with experience simply because they're five years older than them, 10 years older than them, or even 20 years older than them, if you don't want to listen to anybody, whether you're in relate, you have some type of relation to them or not, with experience, who've been where you've been, who've been where you are, let me put it that way, that's on you. And that's how I'm looking at it as a soon-to-be 30-year-old. I can get on these podcasts and say, hey, this is what I did at this age. This is where I don't want you to mess it up. If you still are going to be like, all right, whatever, nigga. That's your mindset. Cool. But do not, I, I don't got the patience for it. I'm not, when you mess up, especially if it affects me, Oh, I'm not going to be patient about it. I'm not going to be, well, you know, you're young and you still make mistakes. It was no. I warned you. I told you. I got no patience for this. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find out how I can get myself out of this mess. And you're going to figure out how you're going to get yourself out of this mess. Because I told you how to even avoid this mess in the first place. Now, at the end of the day, if I get myself in a situation like that, ultimately is me because I shouldn't have been fucking with somebody and or you know being been in that situation to where I am being messed up in someone else's dumb decision I get that um but again I just I'm not that's where I find myself as I'm getting older um so I guess just to recap how do I feel? I feel like my patience is thinning within each decade as I get older, to be honest with you. Um, it could be every year. It could be every 10 years. Um, but my patience is thinning. Now, that doesn't mean I don't have patience for at all. Um, there are some people that will always have more patience for than others. There will always be certain age groups, like children. I can never find myself to be impatient with children. Hell, when I was a kid, I was impatient with children. It wasn't until I got older till I realized why you shouldn't be impatient with children. You know, 
And ever since that, it, I've been patient with children, but that's the difference. Children are not young adults. Children are not adults. You know, adults who know better, adults who claim to know better, adults who claim they want to learn better, you know? Um, and then there's the aspect again of me, of how I feel about my health. I want to be more health conscious. I actually want to work on creating the body that I want for myself. I actually want to continue to be able to walk long distance as I can comfortably. I still want to be able to, you know, run long distance, go for jogs, um, jump, jump, you know what I'm saying? Um, all that's good stuff. So I'm going to do what I can do to take care of myself because, and I've always thought this way, I don't want to be an old person that need a cane in group travel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that's you, your mama, your grandmama. Your daddy, your, I don't want to be someone that's that old and stuff. And I know people always say, I had loved ones who would always say, all you do is work out and, you know, it don't matter if, if, if you know, father time come and blah, say, blah, say, blah. And that may be true, but that also sounds like some hater down, down talk shit. It sounds like you are just trying to deter me from taking care of myself so I can end up in the same condition as you because you did not take care of yourself when I was my age at the time they were telling me these things. No shade, but I'm just saying that's what it feels like. That's what it sounds like as well. Because you don't go around telling people who are trying to do better for themselves why they should stop trying to do better for themselves. If someone is like, I want to stop doing drugs and they did drugs or because they were in a depression or whatever and your answer to them is, you want to stop doing drugs because you want to stop being depressed, but you got into drugs because you're depressing. The world is an ugly pace, place anyway, so you might as well keep doing drugs because that is what's going to get you away from the depression. What? Someone wants to quit smoking, you going to... Well, there's going to be cigarette smoke when you walk around, and that might tempt you to smoke cigarettes, so you might as well smoke him. Or the, you know, the infamous, you're going to die anyway. So you might as well do this deterrent thing to your body because you're going to die in T way. You know, stupid shit that weak minded individuals will say to try to knock you off your square. People who didn't take care of themselves, who don't take care of themselves will try to tell you because... That's what people who make dumb decisions, wrong decisions do. They try to bring other people down. You know? So, that was some wise words for y'all. And I think I'm going to leave it at that. Like I said, I can't really tell y'all how I'm feeling. Even though I did give y'all a mouthful-ish about how I'm feeling. Um, To just wrap it up, I feel like I am just getting started with my life on working at creating the life that I want for myself. I'm not 100% there, hell, not even five, not even 5% there, but I, I feel at least, at least I feel like I am more at the starting line or at least getting started than I was when I was 
18 than I was when I was 21, you know, or any other age prior to 30 years old. So there's that aspect. And then there's the aspect of me wanting to focus on my health, both physical and mental as well, because uh, the patient's thing is a lot more of the mental health. I'm not going to continue to be dealing with shit. 30 years is a long time to be living. It's a long, it's not a long time, but it is a long time to be living on earth. Imagine putting up with some bullshit for 30 years and then being told or being made feel guilty to have to be put up with another, with that same bullshit for another 30 years. That's 60 fucking years of somebody's life dealing with some shit. Because somebody told them they should be more patient. Somebody told them that they got to hang on and and because people don't want to grow and shit, that they got to be patient with people who don't simply want to grow. Yeah. You got the wrong nigga. Anyways, that is the end of this episode. I guess I'm all a drinks. Damn. That's the end of this episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest. And you love Ernest, same guy, different name. I'm going to make myself some juice. Um, and then I'm going to pour it into this cup of ice. It's not water. Guess what? I sometimes drink juice. Deal with it. Hopefully you enjoyed this uh, somewhat short episode, if it was short. Hopefully you got something from this message and a previous message as well. If you did, please give this episode a proper rating on Apple Podcasts and any other podcast platform where you can rate this podcast, preferably the highest rating. That's why I said proper, (laughs) but rate it however you want to rate it. It is greatly appreciated. It lets me know what I need to work on and what I am doing well. And it also is a way where you can promote the podcast for free especially on Apple, because they like to see not only people listening to the podcasts that are posted on there, but engaging with the podcast. And by engaging is leaving a rating and a comment. They tend to promote the podcasts that are being engaged with rather than just being listened to. So do that. That helps out. Subscribe. Any platform is greatly appreciated. Share the episode, hit the links in the description box below if you want to support me financially because I'm still a broke 30-year-old, a soon-to-be 30-year-old, still broke as fuck, but this is not a grift. I'm just saying if you want to, it's a if, not a grift, but if you want to support monetarily, hit the links in the description box below the PayPal down there as well any amount is greatly appreciated but your simple listen share subscription and rating of the podcast and the episode these are things that are greatly appreciated until next time until next episode stay black if you are black stay beautiful black lives matter lgbtqia plus lives matter black trans lives matter black trans women matter black trans men matter black women matter black men matter and you matter and i'm out peace